Hello, everybody out there in Clicksland, and welcome to episode 88 of the Clicksnip Podcast. So, this is kind of a thrown together podcast. So, we were going to have Maddie G come on the show, and I decided because I was so exhausted from my weekend, I'll, we'll talk about that in a minute, but I decided to push it back till tomorrow. And then all of a sudden, about a half hour ago, I got a burst of energy and messaged Maddie G to see if he could come back on the show. Haven't heard back from him yet, so we'll see in the process of doing the show if he does join us. But Dan is in the studio with me today. Kane isn't feeling well, so he's not going to be in the studio with us today. But um, I just... with. Well, with the way my schedule is going to be that next couple of days, um, I've got a bunch of clients I have to call around 8 o'clock. I just didn't work out, and because I got the burst of energy, I thought we would give this podcast a shot today. So uh, while it's just me and the Dan talking today, let's get into a quick how was our week. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. There are seven days, there are seven days, there are seven days in a week. All right, Dan, let's start off with you, obviously. How was your week? I was pretty busy. We got a lot of stuff going on at work, so it's just kind of hectic from there. But otherwise, it was nice. I hung out with some people on Saturday that I hadn't seen in like a year because we're all vaccinated now. So it was really nice to get together and just try to catch up as best we can. Very nice. Yeah, um, like I said, I had a busy week. I had a wedding I had to film in Green Bay, and it was about 95 degrees the entire time. Um, for those of you who don't know, I live in the Milwaukee area, so it was about a two-hour drive for me up to Green Bay, so I left my house at 8.30, had to be there by 10.30. Filmed. It was kind of cool because it was at a railroad museum, so where their reception was was in kind of a warehouse with a bunch of big old rail um, railroads, um, trains. So it was kind of a cool backdrop with uh, big locomotives behind them. Um, but it was a long day. It was it was 10 hours of shooting. A lot of it was out in the sun in 95 degree weather. And then I had a two hour drive back um, to my house. And then I had to dump everything on my computer. And I had to do that because I had a graduation the next day that I had to film. Uh, and that was a long day. It wasn't too long. It was about three, four hours, but it was still after uh, a 15 hour day of filming a wedding. Um, it was just a long, long weekend and I am exhausted. Um, Last week of school for me, we're done Thursday, so then I'll have a little bit of breathing room. I was able to make some purchases online because some people are selling clicks, obviously, on Facebook. I was finally able to get a hold of myself. Uh, Rachel Cole's Alvers, I think it is, the Punisher's uh, daughter. I've always wanted her because she goes great in the Punisher van. I also got me a Kree Supreme Intelligence. Uh, What else did I get? I got another Emperor Vulcan Prime. But that's going to go towards a the Patreon for next or this month. Uh, I bought something else. What was it? Um, oh, I got an extra Aries also for the Patreon for this month. And there was something else I bought. I forgot what else. So it's been a busy last couple of days. Um, but yeah, I hope everyone else is doing out there. Hopefully, it's not as hot uh, where you are. Dan was just saying before the podcast, it is super hot. I can only imagine downtown Milwaukee. You are by the lake at least, so you might get a little bit of a lake breeze from where you are. It's a bit of a breeze, but it was it's it was like above or mid eighties most of the day today, and it was just yeah. All the all the all the concrete from the buildings just makes it extra warm. It feels like 
I don't know why anyone would ever want to live in Florida. For those of you that do, I apologize, but it is I can't stand the heat. It just must be my Wisconsin adaptation where I just love the cold weather. I just I couldn't imagine this year-round uh, at all, um, especially with my job. Is, I'm a teacher, but obviously I'm not allowed to wear shorts as a teacher. I have to wear pants. Um, but, yeah, I couldn't imagine this weather kind of all year-round. Um, all right, we are, like I said, we're still waiting on Matty G. Hopefully he joins us. He's probably putting his kid to bed or just relaxing. Oh, one thing I will say, I did find a very good show on Netflix that I'd never heard of, and I'm really getting into it. It's called Alice in Borderland. It is a Japanese series on Netflix only, and it's basically about uh, this group of guys that – um, they're running from the police because they're goofballs because they did something stupid and they run into a building. They close the door. All of a sudden, everything goes quiet. They leave the door and the entire city of, city of Tokyo disappears. And think of it as kind of like Hunger Games slash Battle Royal slash um, there's that one movie, The Bova Experiment, where they lock the people in the office building and they say, you know, last person survive wins. Um, it's kind of like that where every night there's a new game they have to play. And if they survive it, they get a visa, which lets them live for like two or three more days. And then they have to go play another game. And depending on the difficulty is how long their visa is. Um, and it's actually really good. I'm on episode five right now. I'm going to hopefully watch an episode after this tonight. But for any of those out there that like that kind of stuff, I love like Korean Japanese, whatever those kind of shows, because they're just so well done. Like Sweet Home, I watched a couple months ago. I thought that was really good. If you've never watched Battle Royal, that's a great movie. That was before Hunger Games. Um, if you like that kind of stuff, check out Alice in Borderland. Um, yeah, it was a. It was, a, it was a, the funny thing is that was a manga before it was. So they they took it and made it into a live adaptation, which is interesting. Like Netflix has been doing a lot of that lately. Yeah, have you watched that series at all? I started to. I haven't finished it. That was pretty good. Okay, yeah, I'm really enjoying it so far. Um, all right, so let's get into the news. All right, first things first, there have been a few people that have been getting their codes from WizKids for the Buy It By The Case, and they have also been getting some of their products for Buy It By The Case. Unlike me, who is still waiting for my freaking codes, and I'm starting to get worried. Um, I know there's people out there like, well, they've only sent half out, but it's like, come on. like You're stressing me out, and it's not just me. It's a lot of other people out there. I'm sure I'm not the only one that listens or listens to this podcast who listens out there that you know we want our codes. What's going on? Hopefully they didn't fall through the cracks of the email or the fall through the cracks of the mail truck or something like that. It's just weird to me too because I did send two of them in and I haven't heard about either one. I sent one for me and one for my brother. So two different addresses. I don't know if it's doing if they're doing like regional, so like if they're doing certain parts of the states first or what they're doing it, but I sent mine in like the Saturday of release day. So I can't imagine why mine at least is taking so long to get processed. Um, someone even said that I saw on Facebook that it just showed up. Like they never got an email. They never got a code, anything like that. It just showed up at their house one day. So I don't know what's going on. I'm just kind of bummed that I'm one of the people that haven't gotten a notification on either of them yet. 
So, and of course, there's going to be no customer service at WizKids to call, so you won't be able to figure that out. But hopefully, it all works out in the end. But WizKids, I'm still waiting. Um, and with all this waiting, I'll probably get me like two plastic vans or something like that. Um, so I, I hope <laughs> I don't know if they, if they I, I don't know if they account for like well because technically you you only get one per household so I I don't know you could wind up with two of the same thing I guess I don't know yeah I don't I just I wonder what's taking so long it's just kind of odd that um some people are getting their stuff right away and others haven't even heard I mean I've been checking my emails every day multiple times. I don't know if it's just like people already mailed them in and they're just doing it like in order that they're getting them. And there's probably like a large swath of people that are, that have sent them in. So I don't know. They might just be having issues because there's that many. I don't know. I don't know either. I kind of wish they would come out with a statement or something like that. I know PJ uh, made a bunch of comments on some of the posts that people are saying that he, somehow he heard that they only send out like half out by now. But um, every day it seems more and more people seem to get their codes except for me and a couple other people. So um, I will let you guys know on Facebook once I finally get my codes. I've been checking my spam folder, my promotions folder, my email, everything, but nothing, not a zilch yet. Um, Next off, uh, we did have the Patreon giveaway a couple days ago. Um, I have sent out a few reminders on Patreon to people to get me their address. Remember, I cannot send you the prize if you don't check your Patreon message and mail me your uh, address. So nothing I can do if I don't hear back from you by the the next months. I have to give that prize away to the next person, so I do apologize. But I can only try to contact people so many times until um, I don't hear back from them, and I have to give it back to somebody else. So Hopefully, you guys can check your patrons and let me know that you want or not. Um, all right. All that stuff taken care of. We have a lot of previews to talk about. Um, Rise and Fall keeps on oozing out figures. We did have Scott Porter videos happen last week. Um, of course, if you guys didn't see it, day five, of course, of course, he would pull the Chase Deadpool. That wasn't set up at all. Um, uh, it's Porter. I really don't care at this point. I'm like, you know what? He does so much for them, and he's like, he's only dialed it up like three notches since then. So, I mean, he did the hero clicks for Huntington's disease. He is doing all kinds of other like clicks related things. Whether it's, I mean, yes, he's being paid for these things, but he's basically their front man. So, yes. um, and like I said, I've talked. To, oh, that was another thing. Some people are actually getting their uh, Huntington diseases prizes. In the mail also. Some guy just posted he got all of his Scott Porter pogs, so that's really cool. Because um, I know someone, I think the post that Scott Porter posted out that said they're kind of like in limbo right now for some reason. But um, mm-hmm. he also did reveal the legacy cards that are for this set. So the legacy cards are the Rookie Destiny, which I think we just talked about on the last episode. Um, it is yes. the Wolverine from Uncanny, I believe. Don't quote me. It is the veteran Deadpool from Mutant Mayhem from way back in the day. We've got the giant size X-Men Magneto, which I still have, which I was almost going to sell a few months ago, but I decided to hang on to. I also have the uh, Rookie Destiny. We also have the Super Rare Cyclops that's shooting up in the air, the one from the ID card that everyone hates. Yeah, let's bring him back. Um, We also have the Super Rare Apocalypse from Mutations and Monsters. And I swear I have it somewhere, but I cannot find it anywhere. Um, 
I, I, I had it at one point, but I don't know if I traded it. I could have swore I still had it, but I've been looking through all my old clicks, finding these guys, and I only found the Destiny and the Magneto. So hopefully I have that Apocalypse somewhere. He was always decent back then, but just way too overpointed. Um, and I think that was it. I can't think of any other ones. No, I thought there was. I thought it was a Sentinel from Dark Phoenix oh, Saga. Yeah, that was weird. Mags. And then that's like, it's weird because it's not out of sync yet yeah. or not out of rotation. So I, yeah, I wasn't sure about that one either because I had to do a double take. I'm like, really, they're making a legacy card for a figure that's not retired yet. Um, yeah, I don't know what's going on with that unless that means that they they pulled back on how much they were going to retire. Yeah, I think they also did that because Master Mold's going to be a thing for a while, so they wanted um, him to be able to bring those in. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, that that could that could be a thing, which is a good like, uh, pr- like keeping up with what they're doing type of thing. So yeah. Um. So let's go through some of the previews. Um. We'll start with some of the commons. We'll bust through these pretty quick. But there is a zero zero two Darwin. Um, he's got a pretty blank dial. He's only got four clicks of regen. That's it for powers. He is a roll tag. I don't know which one he's going to be, a captain or ally. But he does have one trait, instant defensive adaptation. Opposing characters within Dar... I'm sorry. Opposing characters targeting only Darwin with an attack can't have their attack or damage value positively modified. Darwin has safeguard, pulse wave, and poison. So he can't be poisoned, can't be pulse wave. Uh, he's 30 points. He doesn't do anything. So he's a really easy pass for me. Um, well, I, I mean, he's just, let's see. Yeah, attack he, he has no powers fight. except for regen. I mean, he's just supposed to be there as like a, it is a little weird that he doesn't have some form of like defensive pick a power, but anything. Yeah. It's just, unless they didn't code it right. And this is just wrong as a dial. I no, no, this, no, I'm pretty sure this is right. It's just, I, th- I think they were going for something different than the, like, XXS Darwin, which had, like, a defensive pick of power and two stop clicks. So I, I think that's why they... Because he's seven or seven clicks, yeah. So he's got a deep dial yeah. and regen, so he can stick around for quite a while. Yeah. Um, we have a Havoc, really nothing to talk about. We do have a Hellfire Guard that's 25 points, another roll Those tag. are amazing. I love them. So it's a roll tag, or obviously I'm thinking sidekick for these. Um, a trait, we have names, you know, adjacent friendly characters, but the Hellfire Club keyword can use Mastermind, but only to choose Hellfire Club Guard. They did make these back in Giant Size X-Men 2, which made that Magneto really good. And same thing, it gave Hellfire Peeper mas- Mastermind. And then they have Demonic Transformation, Charge Flurry. So, the interesting thing and, about this... And, and, they get, and they get Flight, so Flight yes. Charge Flurry. The interesting about this is they're three clicks deep, but then on they have like a, a side click, kind of like how um, the title character Wonder Woman or that Chase Captain Marvel has. It doesn't say how they get to that. I know how they get there. How do they get there? Well, I, it's a figure we might talk. Well, are we going to talk about any super rares today? Oh yeah, we'll go down the line for a little bit. Yeah, because it's one of it's the uh, it's the Blackheart super rare. He oh, can make them do that. Gotcha. He can he can. Uh, what is it? Where is he anyway? Is he coded already? Yeah, he's down there. We'll get to, we'll we'll talk about him, but that's good to know. Yeah, he's, he makes he's got a he's got a thing where he can turn all of the Hellfire clubs to that click nine, and he can also generate them too. All right, very nice. Uh, we are getting another multiple man, 007. Uh, so we have 40 or 10 points. I like this one a lot. Um, he's a roll tag, I'm assuming. Captain, maybe a sidekick. Um, he's got another trait, reabsorption. Multiple man can't 
or isn't a standard character. If multiple men started the game on click nine, he has a zero point value for all effects, including scoring, protected pulse wave. Uh, another trait, creating my dupes. Multiple man takes a max of two damage from attacks. Whenever multiple man takes damage during your opponent's turn, after resolutions generate a 007 multiple man on click 9, which looks like 8 plasticity, 10 in cap, 16 toughness with 2 damage empowered. Um, damage taken in this result after effects that reduce or otherwise affect damage are applied. Protective pulse wave. Um, and then he is... Uh, for 10 points, you get them at clicks f- four. Sorry. Um, so you are always getting, if you're playing them at 40 points, three dupes. Because he takes a max damage of two. He has toughness his entire dial. For 10 points, though, he is... Does he get leadership at 10 points between three and four? No, he does not get it. Darn it. But um, if you play him at 40 points, you will get at least three of him. Um, because he does take that max of two damage. So I like him. He could be very annoying. He is a 40-point leadership for X-Men, Hydra, Magia, S.H.I.E.L.D., X-Factor, Detective, and Spy. I'm going to try and collect as much of this guy as possible. Uh, He also does have Steel Energy, so he can heal himself back up and you get more dupes. And then he is X-Men and Underworld team ability, so you can heal him that way, and then he can carry multiple of himself. Um... I don't think there's anything. Smasher's kind of cool. Uh, Smasher is 100 points or 30 points. He's got another roll tag. Do they? Oh, he's basically got the exo specs built into his uh, into his dial. Yeah. Interesting. There are a lot of roll tags in this, um, so we'll have to see what all these people are. But he, ha- yeah, he has exo spec technology. Free. Choose a listed power to use this turn. Then roll a d6, five or six. You may choose an additional listed power this turn. So he can have. Charge, Flurry, Quick, Poison, Exploit, Weakness, Empower, um, and then he splits between 6 and 7 for the 30 points. So you choose one, and then you roll D6, 5 or 6, you get to choose another one. He's got full dial, sidestep, full dial, nothing, and attack, full dial, um, toughness, and full dial, CCE. So That's really I Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I like him a lot, actually. Um, so if you can somehow get Charge, Flurry, sidestep, you're doing... 12 for four twice with that flurry. No, I like and or exploit. I like him a lot, actually. Um, we talked about Colossus, Brood, Skinless Man's nothing to really talk about. Uncommons, we have Eric the Red, nothing really there. Um, Cyclops, nothing. Silver Samurai's, you know, not good. <laughs> I'm just saying that much. Uh, he does. I mean, he's simple. Yeah. But, I mean, I like his. I like his attack or his trait because it literally he just phases and then makes an attack, and you can use blades exploit with that. So yeah, we've seen so much of that. You know, move five or less and then make attack. Um, well, yeah, but they want to make it bounce, but then they throw, you know, something like uh, sky tower in the mix, yeah. and you're like, <laughs> which we will be talking about later. Um, so nothing else really. A long shot's on here. I haven't read him. Let's see. 50 points, six range, triple target. Um, he's got the rally. I'm still trying to figure out rally, to be honest. I don't know. How so much, uh, it all depends on, like, so you can get a rally die from opposing, I think it's opposing attack rolls. Like, so if they roll whatever is on it, he can then get a rally die, and then he can then use the effect with the rally die. So when he makes an attack, you may replace the die in the attack roll with the rally die, and then... Long shots rolls of double fives are crits. That's so. what they mean by friendly rolls, attack rolls, and both. Gotcha. I was wondering yeah. what that meant. 
So whatever they roll, if it's like a rally five, you can then put a five on this figure's card. Correct? What was that? So if somebody, pretty, if somebody rolls so, a five in their attack roll, you can then yeah. take that die, put it on, if they have Rally 5 or something like that, put it on this character's card, and then they can use that for future stuff. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how that works. Okay. But let me double, let me read, let me read it again. So Rally, once per turn for each die in a finalized attack roll, and for all characters with a, with a matching Rally die and trait color printed under their trait star, after resolution you may choose a friendly character to gain a matching Rally die, Rally trait colors specify which attack type they can gain rally die. So blues are friendly, reds are opposing, and greens are all. Okay. Yeah. And then when a character gains a rally die, place the die with the matching result on their card. Gotcha. So, so. Yeah, if uh, if Apocalypse is attacking Longshot and he rolls a five in his attack, or somebody else he's attacking, Longshot can then take that five, put it on his card, and then use it for purposes. I mean, yeah, this is a pretty good just like passive game effect. That's neat. So it makes rolling scarier to be honest like yeah i guess if you're facing it yeah if you're that's facing true. a rally team yeah uh so let's see long shot rally opposing attack rolls only when people are is yeah when long shot makes an attack you may replace a die in the attack roll with the rally die long shot rolls of five and five are critical hits so if he rolls two fives and i bet he, i bet he's got a five as his rally die so that way if you roll like a five and a three you can replace the three with a five and then it's a crit I haven't seen any other rally except for Rally Five so far. Oh, okay. I don't know. I thought there. I thought there might have been other ones with different numbers on it, but maybe it's only fives. I, mean, I don't know. It's 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 literally they're giving die replacement to so many people in this set now, but there is a cost. There's not. There's a chance of you, you know, getting it or not. Um, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's interesting. I kind of like it. I mean, I don't know. It, yeah. It's it's situational, but I like it. So um, he also has an attack power. Born lucky, I guess. Probability control. When Longshot is targeted with an attack, he may use it regardless of range and line of fire. So um, he can just do it from across the map. So someone like Scarab, if he wants to shoot through somebody and shoot Longshot, Longshot can then prob Scarab, which is kind of nice. That's kind of um, cool. I'd, I'd almost put him on a team for fifty points. Yeah. He's not awful, and he's like he's five clicks, so it takes a lot. It takes a decent amount to one shot him. It, he's it, got full full dial prob. It's just that the, the in cap in cap's not what it used to be. I mean, it is triple target in cap that he has with an eleven, but it's just that's not what it used to be. Unfortunately, yeah, I get that. I hope they rework in cap because in cap was so nice. Yeah, um, we got Banshee. Uh, too bad Banshee can't use Pulse Wave anymore, unfortunately. But 75 or 45 points. Rally opposing attack rolls. When Banshee uses Psychic Blast, you may replace a die in the attack roll with the Rally die. I'm assuming it's a 5, but we'll have to see what it is. Uh, Polaris, not as good as the last one. Um, but she's also super cheap, so sidestep TK for 35 points. This is true, for 35 points. Uh, we got another Brew going on to the Rares. Uh, genius level intellect versus brood nature free choose one effect until your next turn outwit and modify defense by plus one or exploit weakness and modify attack by plus one so not bad 40 points sidestep blades that's okay. he's tiny yeah um ice man kind of lame nothing to him just really cheap um his rally is opposing attack does every 
no, not every person that has uh, rally. No, a lot do, a lot do yeah. but not everyone. Um, his rally opposing attack rules. When Iceman makes an attack after resolutions, you may remove a rally die to give each hit character an action token. Not too so, bad. But that's pretty good with in-cap because he could literally, because he has double target in-cap, so he could just double token two people. Yeah. Uh, we got Sebastian Shaw, who is a crack revival for 100 points. He also has kinetic energy absorption. When Shaw is not on click 11 and takes two or more damage from attack after res- after actions, resolve note his current, yada, yada. So it's like King Shazam. It's like the Chase Marvel. Um, he'll, and then on that click 11, he does, a, does have a defensive power at the end of your turn, or if Sebastian Shaw would be a KO, it return him to the most recent click number. So he's got some pretty good stats for him, but uh, no move and attack except for that uh, click 11. So I don't know how much he'll actually see in play. Uh, we d- I did call it. We did get another Leandra. Let's see what she does. So 50 points. Got some running shot and some prob on her dial right away. Star-crossed lovers. When, a- when adjacent to a character named Professor X, both characters increase their leadership roles by plus one. So not bad. And then her other trait is uh, leadership mastermind. When Leandra uses leadership and succeeds, you may instead generate a Shi'ar soldier on click one. And then she also has a unique modifier from the characters with the Shi'ar keyword that occupy or adjacent to a Shi'ar flag light object, which the soldiers make, modified defense by plus one. Not uh, bad for 50 points. No, I like her. Um, all right, let's talk about Exodus, because I think this guy is good. So 95 points, 7 range, single target. Has that all gray first two clicks, so running shot, TK, invo, and leadership. Krakowian revival. Another trait, overwhelming psionic might, mind control. When Exodus uses it after resolutions, deal a hit character equal, sorry, after resolutions, deal a hit character damage equal to Exodus's damage value. So if you mind control somebody, afterwards they're taking four damage. So it's a lot like Modox power, um, which is great. You know, I hit you, you hit your own person, and then you take four damage. Yeah, and the fact is, you can you you can uh, enhance that up too, because yes. it doesn't say printed. You are correct on that one. So yeah, if you so, get enhancements, he, he, so like I put the liar ring on him. He's a hundred points. I ten range mind control someone. I have like three enhancement pieces next to me, and then I'm doing seven damage. Yeah, that's crazy. That's kind of nuts. Um, and then and that's a trait. <laughs> that's not a white power. That's a trait. His entire click or dial. And then he lastly he has a defensive power. His last five clicks: immortal acolyte, energy shield, deflection. Once per turn, when a friendly character is healed or turned to their starting click, heal Exodus one click. So not. I would really want to pair him with some X Men that heals once a turn or some just. You uh, want to at least have one or more people on your team that are doing some kind of healing because then he just. We'll keep going, which pair, is pretty nice. Pair him up with that elixir from House of X. Uh, that'd be a good one. But yeah, I would like to do a team with this guy and Modok, just because. Oh, so, so the fun, funny thing is, you could do that because it's, it's a when a friendly character is healed. So if he's healed and then still on one of those clicks, yeah, it can proc off of himself. Yep. Because yeah, you, even it's just like you said, do the X Men team ability, do support. Do um, anything like that. But, yeah, I think him with Modoc could – I don't think there are any kind of keywords. No, they're not. But uh, I think that would be a fun one. I just um, think him by himself on, like, an X-Men team would be pretty good. 
We have another Destiny, but nothing much to her. She does have Rally 5, opposing attack rolls. Whenever a character roll um, to attack or break away, you may remove a Rally die on Destiny's card to re-roll the result. Not bad. It's, a, it's an extra prob. It's not bad. Um, let's go talk about Mr. Sinister, because we know Tyler likes him. So he's 85 points. He's got two traits. First one is my own clone bodyguard. During four construction, you may choose a character that is less or equal to Mr. Point, Mr. Sinister's point value to me, Mr. Sinister's clone this game. The, go- the clone gain all of Mr. Sinister's keywords, which are Hellions, Horsemen, Marauders, and Weapon X. His other trait, Mr. Sinister's dealing a game that don't allow for wild cards. Whenever an opposing character uses wild card, after resolutions, yeah. deal that character one penetrating damage. That's pretty good. And then lastly, he has a white power on damage, master man- manipulator, leadership, mastermind, outwit. When Mr. Sinister uses leadership or mastermind, the clone is considered to be adjacent if it is in within four squares of Mr. Sinister. So not bad. A lot better than the one from House of X. Interesting. Um, I like the wild card thing because there are a lot of those out there, and just Spider-Man free family. damage. Spider Man family. <laughs> I don't know because it specifically stated the question mark symbol. That's true on there. So I don't know if they're specifically only referencing that one and not Spider Man or what. So that is a good point, actually. I, I'm going to say based off this, it's just off the team player, not Spider Man. So that's what that's what I was thinking. But I mean, there are a lot of team players out there, and just free damage is always good. Yep. All right, there's two more rares I want to talk about. First one is Shadow King, which I like. I like my mind controller. So 100 points or 40 points, 8 range triple target. That ignores hindering. That ignores hindering. So um, targeting ignores hindering. For, uh, only trait, all that remains is Shadow. Mind control. When Shadow King uses it and hits, after resolutions, heal him one click, click and give each hit character a servant token. Defensive power that he has in his first five, and I will be king. Toughness, mastermind, but may choose a non-attacking opposing character with a servant token within range to become the target. If you do, after resolutions, remove the character's servant tokens. So, I mind control you. You get a servant token. Somebody without a servant token attacks me, hits. If I can see you, you're taking the damage instead. That is crazy. No, it's just within range. You don't even have to see them. Is it? Oh, yeah, yeah it is. You don't even have to see them. You're just like, you are eight away. All right, you're going to get hit. Yeah, this guy could see some play. I mean, he is pretty pricey at 100 points. He only has phases. Well, he also got that 40-point line, so there is that too. Yeah. Sorry, Matty G is just getting a hold of me. All right, hold on. No more dead air soon. All right, here we go. He may be joining us. All right, um, we do have a prime, Dark Beast. I'm up in the air about this guy, but let's go over him. 70 points. Um, ignores elevation. He's got two traits. Take this one to your breeding pits. During force construction, you may add a character on your starting line of 50 points or less to your sideline, and it becomes an experiment. Dark Beast starts the game with a research token. When Dark Beast hits, give him a research token. So he already starts with one. Whenever he hits, he gets an additional one. Other trait: you show potential. Free. Choose an adjacent character for each. Choose an adjacent character for each of Dark Beast's research tokens. Choose a standard power displayed on the experiment starting click. 
until your next turn, the chosen character can use the chosen power. So it's kind of like what Nathaniel Richards does, where he, if he holds an object, he can just give an adjacent character um, a, an attack power. But this is Dark Beast is giving someone adjacent any power on an experiment figure that he has on his sideline. So it's interesting. Um, I don't know how much it is. He does have charge blades. So he doesn't start without wit, which hurts. So if like if you're trying to get through senses or impervious or invincible or something like that, um, and they and they roll out of it, you're not going to get that experiment token. So I wish he started with it. No, all you have to do is hit. You don't have to do damage. Yeah, that's what I mean. So like, wait, oh, it's just hit. Well, senses would still be a rollout. Yeah, but you, I just it, for damage, it's like he still hit. That's all that matters is he hit. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't know. I don't think he's worth a prime slot. Yeah, I don't know. There's so many good primes. I don't. I just. I'd have to see like what I like. It's all about what thing you're putting on the sideline because he's giving an adjacent character that power. So it's like it. You can play it a couple different ways. Yeah, it's it's tough. I mean, at least you're starting with one. So. I don't know. It's it's. I don't think he's worth a prime slot to be honest. He he's he's more gimmicky and for fun. I think. Um, but that, I mean, it's a decent prime. It's just I wish he had a starting outwit instead of going on to the next one. Um, and then we have Dakin. Um, not really going to talk about him. Chode. Why um, Dakin's pretty, Why Dakin's pretty good. All right, go over Dakin. All right, so he's 70 points. He's, uh, what's it? He's seven clicks long, so he's 10 points a click. He's got uh, a trait, Muramasa-coated claws. Um, when docking hits, give each hit character a poison token. Characters with poison tokens can't be healed and can't use stop for the rest of the game, even if this ability is lost. And he's got a special speed power on clicks one through four, which is won't see me coming charge, sidestep stealth. When docking uses charge while he occupies hindering terrain, he does not have speed value, so he can go a full nine. Yep. So that's pretty. That's pretty good. Like, yeah, he's not bad at all. Um, all right, so super rare. So, um, Matty G will not be joining us tonight. He will join us next week. Uh, like I said, that's my fault, Matt. If you listen to this, like I, I was literally a zombie all day, and then at about six thirty, I got this burst of energy out of nowhere, and um, was like, let's just do a podcast. Um, so first one we're going to talk about is Emperor Vulcan, and I'm going to say I'm extremely disappointed with this one. The Prime from House of X is way better. Why? So, what you expect? Like a carbon copy? No, but all he is is a running shot psychic blaster that can make Shi'ar soldiers. That's it. I know, but that's their whole thing. It looks like the Shi'ar are going to have like a lot of like team synergy going on, so that's he, what they're... This That's what guy doing. had a lot to live up to after that Prime version. I'm it's just going to say that. I understand totally, it's a, totally I, different design. I understand it's a Prime. I understand that, but this is, is really disappointing to me in my eyes. So um, He's a captain. Um, he does have a unique modifier where... Sorry, I looked ahead of that, but his one trait... And he's got, and he's got traded leadership and mastermind with power cosmic, so he's... You have unoutwittable mastermind. Yeah. Your entire dial. Yeah. Meh. 
Um, <laughs> it's leadership mastermind. When Emperor Vulcan uses leadership and succeeds, generate a Shi'ar soldier and click one. Unique modifier, friendly characters with a Shi'ar keyword that occupy or adjacent to a flag token or object modify attack plus one. Um, he is 110 or 50 points. The 50 point one's not bad. No, not I, at all. I'd rather play him at 50 than 110. Um, yeah, I'd, ru- I'd much rather have charge, um, quake, exploit than running shot psychic blast. Because um, I'd rather quake a bunch of people for he's he's basically like a tire or a sky tire, just not as good. Um, he doesn't have the flurry or the full charge, so he's okay. Just a little disappointing in my book. Hope, please don't let Emperor Gladiator be disappointing please i doubt begging he's super you. prime i doubt he's gonna be bad begging you whiz kids don't do me like that um all right dan you can have this one i know this is the one super you're really looking forward to tell us about blackheart all right blackheart comes in at 150 or 75 points he's got seven range mystics team ability he's got the hellfire club deity monster mystical and ruler keywords his big thing is hellfire club though um so he's got Two traits, plus he's got a roll tag. I think it's going to be Captain, I think. I'm not 100% though. Um, he's got the first trait is putting the Hell in Hellfire Club leadership. When he uses it and succeeds, you may instead generate a Hellfire Club guard on click one. Power, turn all friendly Hellfire Club guards to click nine, which is that uber click. Um, flight, charge, flurry with blades. So, good stuff. And then his second trait is Heart of Darkness. If a character has been KO'd since your last turn, Blackheart deals penetrating damage. Free if no once per turn for all characters with this trait. KO a friendly Hellfire Club guard. If you did remove all action tokens from Blackheart, heal him one click, and after resolutions he can use either charge or running shot as free. And then he's got a special defense bar on clicks. What is that? Two, four, six, eight, and nine, which are the Prince of Hell. Stop Mastermind. Blackheart has co- power cosmic. When this click is first revealed, generate a Hellfire Club guard. And that's so that's each one. So like each stop, he'll generate another Hellfire Club guard. And it's oh, it is first revealed. Dang it! I thought it was like not. Uh, hoping it wasn't going to be first revealed because you could just constantly heal this guy up then. Or yeah, so heal, but make keep making hell guards. And he starts at seventy five points on the second, like the or the running shot of ten running shot, eleven energy explosion, eighteen toughness, three prob. He's four clicks deep with two stops. Um, I would actually play him in modern. I think he's really good. He's got a lot of good stuff going on. That second trade is just nuts. Being able with like leadership, being able to make Hellfire Club guards, or you can just pay to play some of them. Um, Hellfire Club's got some other good people in the keyword. I mean, obviously we still have Jason Weingard in play. So how uh, how much were the Hellguards? Uh, I'm pretty sure they're they're pretty twenty five points. Yeah, so that's not bad. I'd at least play like one, maybe two. So okay, where did he go? Where the heck did he just go to? There he is. Uh, so you play him, wait, so he's 150 or what? 75. 75. So I, I play him at 75, because he starts with that 10 running shot, 11 energy explosion, 18 toughness, and 3 prob. Because I'm just thinking, how how many would it be worth to play Hell Hellguards and then power action, turn them all that crazy click? Well, it. Uh, my thing is, is, I don't know. I like that. But I, I almost, I don't know how. Like, I feel like that part, that part's kind of situational because you're just going to kind of take advantage of it if you can. Yeah. Because so. that is that is charge, flurry, flight, blades, exploit for 25 points. That is pretty darn good. Yeah. So I like that a lot. Um, Especially if you can somehow. Ah, you couldn't do that in the same turn. I was. Oh yeah, you could. Um, what? 
just leadership somebody in and then power action turn them to that click. I was trying to yeah. think if there was a way to to pounce all the way up there and then do it, but you can't because of the power action. Because and then did. you could, and then if you have them attack, do damage. You can then do the other free, which is you can just KO the Hellfire Club guard, and then you can heal him one click and take all tokens off him. And then he can use Charger Running Shot as free, and he deals penetrating damage. Yeah, so he's while he's doing it. I kind of wish he started Power Kazakh, but I understand they have to not nerf him, but bring him down to earth a little bit. I mean, he gets it on his stops. That's yeah. not a bad thing. So he is going to be really hard to take down. So he has potential. I'll say that. Uh, we'll have to see if anyone can make anything out of him. And he's a monster, which is always a great um, keyword. Yeah, it's uh, he's got. I mean, I like him a lot. Although I don't, I don't I might want to play him on Hellfire Club. I don't know, but otherwise, it probably would be something like monster. So because that that seems like that. So I think the Hellfire Clubs get that get monster as well. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Let me double check. Um, next no, one. They just get, no, they just get Soldier or Hellfire Club. Interesting. Next one, we got ourselves a Brood Queen. So, Brood Queen with Cosmic Energy, which is kind of crazy. I've never seen that before. Uh, so, 100 points. Brood, Animal, Cosmic, Monster, Ruler. Uh, roll tag, don't know. Trait, they are coming out of the walls. Leadership, ma- there's a lot of people with traded Leadership Mastermind in this set. Holy cow. When Brood Queen uses leadership and succeeds, you may instead generate a, four, a 0 14 Brood on click one. Power, generate a 0 Brood normally or adjacent to a square of blocking terrain within four squares on click one. So you can either roll leadership. Well, you could actually roll leadership, get it, and power action to make two of them in one turn. That's kind of cool. Um, and then protect the queen. Toughness. Whenever Brood Queen takes damage, after resolutions, you may move each friendly character named brood up to two squares so you hit them they start creeping they basically gives them sidestep so yeah well you hit you hit her so yep so not bad i mean 10 stealth 11 blades 18 with an entire dial of that protect the queen um with three damage exploits she's just a fun one to play she's not going to see any play at all even though she could generate crazy broods but what are the what are the what are the broods that she can generate? Like I, I just don't know what. Oh, they have stealth blades. Okay, yeah, yeah no, it's just it's a no movement attack team basically. Yeah, that's the only part that I don't like about it, man. If they had any form of movement attack, they'd actually be pretty like, good. Give me stealth or get not stealth. Get rid of stealth and give me some charge in there. Um, okay, next one we got two more super rares. We have mimic. This is the A version. Oh, speaking of A versions, for those of you who have not cashed in on the Wonder Woman with the sword, make sure you do that. Uh, I sold my Wonder Woman with the sword to Troll and Toad for $94 plus a bunch of other things. Um, Dan, remember that team-up card that I pulled in the booster on that one Sunday? Yeah, yeah. Troll and Toad was buying it for $50. Yowza. Because it's the one that gives Chode and Star Jammers and all them people willpower, but now with the change to willpower... It's much Which is better. really good. Um, I was expecting the one that turned Star Jammers into Imperial Guard and Shi'ar to be more than that, but when I saw that, so one, did you go for then turn those into the actual Hemo card that you wanted? I should once I once I still have the box here um, to mail it, which I wanted to get that submission in quick before I knew they were going to change the price on that Wonder Woman because that's insane. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was they were buying her for more than Scarab which is just stupid to me. Um, she's a cool figure, but she I, I'm selling her. I'm selling her for $94. 
Um, anyways, that's my little tidbit there. But yeah, Mimic is the A version. Uh, so we have a roll tag, we have rally, opposing character attack rolls. Free, remove Mimic's rally die to choose a displayed standard power on a character within range line of fire. Uh, Mimic can use a chosen power, not bad. Another trait, power hungry at the beginning of the game. Give a mimicry token to a character on your sideline with a point cost less than or equal to Mimic and the X-Men or Brotherhood of Keyword. Or Brotherhood of Mutants Keyword. Mimic can use the displayed standard power on the starting click of the character with its mimicry token. Uh, Two-stop clicks, toughness. When this click is first revealed, you may move the mimicry token to another character with the X-Men or Brotherhood of Mutants keyword on your sideline. Uh, he is 145 points. P- pretty blank dial, but he is kind of a pick-a-power. This is just another figure out there where sideline is so important with other stuff like dooms and trouble alerts. I don't see people wasting it with stuff like this. Unless there's some really good figure that you want to give Mimic uh, that put him on the sideline. But I un- they're, they're really using sideline a lot nowadays with figures i mean it's kind of cool i mean you had to do something because like id cards aren't a thing but i like this i kind of like where we're at now more than like i I mean there's it's different mechanics but nothing feels like it's so good like id cards were where it was very unbalanced like you just paid five points for such a game changer yeah yeah it's just they're, they're i like it that they're trying new things i really do but for the competitive scene Again, this guy's just going to fall through the cracks, even though he does have some pretty good stats and cool mechanics. Sideline is just so important with other things. Because, like, if you're playing a Doom team, that's seven figures right away pretty much. Maybe you could probably dwindle it down to five, depending on because you don't need, like, Valeria or Dr. Thing and stuff like that. But um, if you're running Dooms, you're using at least four or five of those slots for a Doom character. Um, and then last super rare, we got ourselves an apocalypse. So he is 225, I'm sorry, 125 points or 75 points, seven range, double target, cosmic energy, X-Men. We got rally red five, which is opposing attack rolls. Remove apocalypse's rally die to choose a friendly character with that shares a keyword with him. The chosen character can use blaze claws fangs this turn. Not bad. Another trait, the strong survive adjacent friendly characters or characters with the X-Men or horsemen. Can you steal energy? We've seen that before with the last Apocalypse. Uh, we have a defensive power, Invuln and Mastermind, which is on the last four clicks. And then his first four clips, he has the end is coming, help me save this world, leadership, outwit. Honestly, he's kind of boring. <laughs> I mean, there's not he's just an easy standard figure. There's nothing really complicated about him. And I think they were going that route because they made the three at the pass set that were kind of not complex, but they had some cool mechanics. Um, yeah. This guy is just a basic apocalypse. It doesn't do much. The 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 mid-dial in cap is interesting. I don't know why you would ever want to use in cap with an apocalypse. But... I don't know. I mean, that's I, I, all. That's all preference. Uh, you never know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It does. You know, I mean, he's got two targets, so at least he's doing it to two people. I guess if I was on like the eleven for three, maybe I don't know. Yeah, he's just it's just it's just because in cap is a lot less potent than it used to be, and in cap was never really super potent anyway. Yeah. So it's uh it's a, it's a little tough the way in cap was kind. Of, 
uh, neutered a little bit. Yeah, he just doesn't do it for me. He's not going to see any play at all. All right, we've got three chases and an ultra chase to talk about real quick. So first chase is Weapon Hex, which is is it Scarlet Witch and X-23 combined? Yes. Yes. So we've got, and they really like the puns on these ones. So his first trait, Hex marks the spot, or the wordplay, not the puns, whatever you want to call it. Power, choose an opposing character within six squares in line of fire and give it a target spell token, removing any other from other characters regardless of source. Friendly characters with the mystical keyword can use improved targeting, blocking, hindering, and elevation when targeting the chosen character with the target spell token. So not bad. The problem is it's a power action. That's the biggest thing. For how many points cheaper, she is 75 points. I would rather do, is it the Prime Wizard from Future Foundation that does the exact same thing as a free action? I believe. Uh, Hold on, let me look. It's one of the wizards that does it. It's either Prime or the regular one. Is why does it have to be a power action? Where you choose a character within range line of fire, this turn lines of fire drawn to that character can't be blocked. So yeah, or hindered. Can't be blocked. His is, his is different. Like he targets someone else, so then you're like, you can shoot them, but she's giving out improved targeting. Yeah, and his is free, right? Yeah, yeah. But he's also a prime. That's true. But this is a chase. And he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't do much of anything. Like he's much weaker offensively than she is. Oh yeah, for sure. Um. Uh, attack power hexagon blades when weapon hex uses it after resolutions you may place a hit character up to x squares away from their current square where x is the d result so if you roll a six you can place them within six squares so i kind of like that for the like bait and switch so she goes up makes the first attack say you roll like three or four okay i did a little bit of damage but i've got someone to follow up with in the back while i just teleport them three squares backwards um, so. Last one, defensive power, hex magic healing, stop super senses at the end of your turn, heal weapon X plus heal weapon X one click. So this is where she does do something is she's going to be really hard to kill um, because she's going to always be healing. She will be great with the Wonder Woman bracelets because that then gives her the Wonder Woman team ability and then she will have a full dial of senses on a four through six. So if I do pull her, that's going to be my plan to do with her. Um, she does t- the two stop clicks are on click two and her final click. Uh, she's kind of one of your basic charge flurry blades. She's kind of all over the place with that. She does have some prob at the beginning, at the end, and then outwit uh, mid dial. So she's not bad. I mean, I don't think you'll be disappointed in pulling her. She does have the defenders and mystics team ability. Um, Defenders, Warp World, Weapon X, X X-Men, and Mystical Keyword. So, um, no, I like her a lot, actually. So I'm hoping to get her. Uh, Next one, we got Speed Weasel, which is Quicksilver and who? Hold on. Speed Weasel. Um, It's Quicksilver and somebody with Claws. Uh, it there it's the sister of Hex twenty three. Uh who oh uh, um Scout and Quicksilver. Scout? Which is which is uh all wait. It's know. the it's the clone of Laura, so it's 
Laura's oh, clone. Okay. Um, so we got 60 points, Defenders and Mystics again, Defenders, Warp World, Weapon X, X-Men, Mystical, and Speedster for keywords. Uh, they do ignore Elevation and Terrain. First trait, Can't Catch Me, Snails, Can't Catch Me, Snail Kissers. When Speed Weasel uses Blades or Super Senses after resolutions, you may place them up to X squares away from their current square. Um, and then they have a movement power, run, 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 break, break, break. Charge. Once per turn, when Speed Weasel is given a close destroy action after resolutions, she can use charge as free. So charge up to a wall, break it, and then make another charge attempt. Uh, and they do start with a 14 with that. 11 blades, 18 senses, 3 damage, exploit. So this Seven one's square awesome. Yeah, this one's okay. Um, does have a pretty good charge, though, you know, a seven charge plus another seven, so a fourteen movement charge if you can break something. Um, so not bad. I'd be a little disappointed if I do get this one, to be honest. Um, I think there's going to be much cooler ones out there, like this last one, Dupe Ool or Oopool, however you want to say it. So cosmic energy, and this is obviously Dupe and Deadpool put together. We got cosmic energy and team player. Range six six with double target, 75 points. Brotherhood of Mutants, Deadpool Core, Warp World, Weapon X, X-Men, Ecstatic, and Celebrity. Okay, so this guy, let's go over the dial real quick. So we start off with an 8 special power, 10 psychic blast, 16 impervious, with a 1 damage prob. They're a flyer and tiny. So the speed power you're getting is, hey, you can't leave yet. The fun just started. Running shot. Opposing characters within range can't be placed. So, me and Dan were having this conversation. We don't know if this means if you can retail. Obviously, if you're starting within their range of six, you can't. But if you're outside that, can you? I'm going to say you still can because you are not within it to activate the retail. But we'll see what the pros out there come up with. Second click is 9 running shot, 11 special power, 17 impervious, 2 damage, prob. Don't worry, I know what I'm doing, I think. Psychic blast, power, unequip all opposing characters within range. That's very good, but again, it's a power action, which is going to be kind of rough. I don't know if you would ever do that. I don't know if you're ever going to get on this click, to be honest, because people are going to try to hit you as hard as you can to this next stop which is 10, second, 10 running shot, 12 psychic blast, 18 special power, 3 damage prob. Ha ha, stop, that tickles. Stop, impervious, opposing characters within range can't deal penetrating damage. So, at least if you're within 6 of this guy when he's on this click, you won't be able to get through the defense with um, exploit or psychic blast or anything like that. Um and then lastly, the last click, 11 running shot, 13 psychic blasts, 19 impervious, 4 damage special power, which is stu- two stop clicks in a row, real original. Stop, probability control. When this click is first revealed, do pool can't be healed for the rest of the game. Opposing characters within range can't use stop clicks. So that's what makes him really good. You get to this last click. He's a super attacker. He's got that high defense. He's got prob, and opposing characters can't use stop clicks, which I think is super good. But 75 points, pretty costly. If it were me and I'm playing against this guy, I'm just ignoring him the entire game until the very end if I have to. Dan, thoughts? 
Yeah, I mean, the six range is kind of, you can work around it. So, um, I guess if you don't have a range team, that, that might be a slight problem, but um, he's... And you can't that attack lad, him that, because that, he's a tiny, lad, which kind of stinks. Yeah, the tiny thing is kind of funny. But his dupe, it's partially, partially dupe, so that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but he's interesting, but I don't know if he'll be, like, game-breaking, especially for his cost. He's 75 points, and you're getting... You are getting some very interesting things for that, but at the same time, I don't. People are very stingy. It feels like so. It's like, oh, is the seventy-five points gonna? Does it do enough to cost this much? Yeah, he's a he's a figure you can ignore. Yeah, because all he's going to be doing is probbing you and maybe hitting you for one with that psychic blast. Um, I mean, it is nice that if you are on that first click, you can't be placed, so you know you can't be carried, you can't be TK stuff like that. But that's only useful um, in so many ways. So he's a really cool figure. I think a lot of people are going to want him for who he is, but I don't think he's going to see any play just because he's a figure you ignore and don't even worry about the entire game. All right, last one. We have the Ultra Chase Deadpool coming out of a birthday cake. So I like this a lot, actually, the way they made this character because he's not really super. Me- he's not super meta okay. like That's what Chase Thanos one. He's just interesting. Yeah, I don't think he's competitive. I'm sure some people will try to make him competitive, but so he's team player at X Men. He's six range, triple target. He's 200 or 100 points. He's got Avengers, Deadpool, Core, Thunderbolt, Weapon X, X Force, X Men, and Assassin. Um, he is 11 clicks deep. He's got great stats. His entire dial, I'm not going to go over it. It's a bit of a rainbow dial all over the place. But um, he has improved targeting. Lons- lines of fire drawn by this character are not blocked by characters. This character can make range attacks while adjacent to opposing characters. That's good. Uh, first trait, welcome to the party. Wait, where are you going? Poison. When Deadpool uses it, he may treat characters with a slice of cake token that are not within six squares as adjacent. When Deadpool hits, give each hit character without a slice of cake token a slice of take cake token. And he does come with one slice of cake token. So that's cool. He can poison from across the board, kind of like what Supergirl does, but a little bit better because it's a trait and not further down the dial like she is. Second trait is, for me, you really shouldn't have. Free, choose a character within range and line of fire. Until your next turn, Deadpool can use the effect of any equipment equipped to that character, and the chosen character cannot use the effect of any equipment. That's really good. And it's just choose a character. It's not, a, it's not friendly. It's not a poison, a poison. It's just choose a friendly character. So if you have the reality gem and I choose you, I get that stuff. You don't. That I really like about this guy. That's the one trait or the one power I think is really good on this guy. Yeah. Uh, lastly, he's got two stop clicks. Party's not over until everybody sings. Stop. Regen super senses. When this click is first revealed, place all opposing characters with a slice of take cake token adjacent to Deadpool, and Deadpool gains immune until your next turn. Um, his clicks, I'm glad they did this. He does have plasticity on that, so if that does happen, you are more than likely stuck next to him. And then he does have blades with high attacks and three damage exploit there too. So, really fun figure, I think. Yeah. Um, 
What's kind of cool, you could team him up potentially with a Wonder Woman, and he does have starting super senses, so you could make him have a four through six rollout if you want to make yeah. him really annoying. And then you throw maybe on the um, uh, the Remaker to give him a shape change too to make him really annoying. But you are paying for this guy if you are playing him. Oh, yeah, he's 100 or 200. Yeah. But I think the 100 points is worth it. You're getting two, four, six clicks plus a stop click. Good stats, good powers. Yep. So, Can you energy explode and give multiple slices of cake tokens out? Let me see. Hold on. Yeah, when Deadpool hits, give each hit character without a slice of take, cake token a slice of cake. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so you're triple targeting got, energy explosion the entire team, and they all get slices of cake. So... Yeah, this guy will be fun. Um, I don't know if he'll be competitive. I'm sure some people will try. Um, again, he's, he'll probably be a $200 figure just because he's an Alter Chase and who he is, maybe even more. Um, you can bet your butt if I pull him, um, I'll probably sell him right away just because I have no use for this guy and other people will probably want him more. But he's a cool figure. Like you said, I like what they did with him. They didn't make an Alter Chase super broken like they did with Thanos. And make well, I don't, I don't even know. If it, I don't even know. If he's not like super broken. He's just really, really good. Yeah. And him being meta on top of the fact that he's an ultra chase just really shoots up his value. Not that I don't think he should have value. I just it's you just add the two on top of each other, and that's that's rough. Yeah. And he's a figure that you're going to be able to cherry pick because he's a big figure. He's not going to be in like the slots. He's going to be in a baggie. He's he's in a baggie. Yep. Um, I don't know how many other figures will be in baggies in this one, but you can bet your butt that um, he'll be an easy. He, he's kind of like the unicorn pool. Like you knew you had a chance oh, yeah. if he was in there like, because he was heavy. Like, the brick. Yeah, he was the brick. So we'll see what happens. But that is pretty much it. We're not going to go through the fast forces because they're not that good. Um, the LE Deadpool is um, cool, but say, we'll save him for another time. Um, but yeah, this set looks like a fun set. I don't know if there's going to be a ton of competitive stuff in this once the set is actually um, released, which is looking like mid July. Then we'll is it, it. Did they push it back to mid July now? Well, I know they said the pre-releases were scheduled for like the 30th of June, so I'm assuming it's going to be. Like well, that would be the that would be the following week then, because usually pre-releases start the. Or I thought it was the. Well, that's what they are are intending the pre-releases to happen. So. I'm expecting mid to early July. Um, I I'm, I think they'll have it out by the time the Clicks Cup is happening for the Battle Royals. I'm really hoping. Um, if not, David Newmark is going to have some words with some people. Um, so it sucks that it got pushed back, but you know it's nothing that we're not used to with Whiskers by now. Um, but yeah, that is the couple of the previews, and that's kind of where we're going to end the podcast tonight. We were going to do a make it meta with the House of X Nightcrawler, but I really want to have Matt in that conversation because that's one of his favorite characters. And I wa- we are going to talk about next week about kind of what the dis- discount certain figures get for being rarity. So like. Why is Sky Tyrant over only 50 points and does what he does compared to another 50-point character to what they do? So we're going to talk about what we think the, the discount price tag is for primes, for um, like the common prime, the rare prime, super rare, uh, chase, stuff like that. Uh, so that should be an interesting talk with uh, Matt. 
But I think that's going to be the end of the episode, unless Dan, there's anything else you want to talk about. On my, on my make it meta team too. So what's that? I, I spent so much time on my make it meta team too. You have even more to, time to improve it now. How about that? <laughs> I went in a very interesting direction, so I hope Matt likes it. Yep, um, I'm sure Matt will like it anytime we can make it meta, so he can actually make it competitive. But uh, yeah, that is going to be our podcast tonight. Like I said. Um, this was kind of a thrown-together podcast just because it was last minute. So, Dan, thanks for being available. And um, we'll get Kane and everybody back on next Monday. But um, thanks for joining us. Again, make sure you check your Patreon to see if you won something. And if you aren't a patron and you want to become a patron, head on over to our Patreon at patreon.com backslash clicksing it. I don't know how many times I said patron just then, but hopefully it got embedded into you guys' head out there. Uh, we do have some cool prizes. I'll put up a prize lists uh, coming up soon um, check out our sponsor glass cabinet hobbies if you want to get in on some case breaks and use code clicksing it to get five percent off but uh, until next week guys uh, thanks for joining us make sure you guys are staying safe out there and as always keep clicking it